1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Yeah, we just talked about, you know, our identity, who we are. And, uh, you know, like I said, physical, violent, you know, we talked about it with the offense, you know. Don't forget, you're a top ten unit these past ten, these past two years, or top whatever eight units, or whatever we finish this year in scoring and in and in uh, offense, uh, total offense. Uh, don't don't forget that.
3: Don't forget that, Hugh. He's give me the stats: top ten,
4: top eight. He said, "Wait a minute. See, and this is where like people are gonna get mad at me because I'm gonna ask a question that I, I feel is is valid." He said, "Their what? Their identity is what?"
3: Well, he went over where they're top ten in certain areas. Right. No,
4: I heard identity mm. like that. That's big. For Said me. physical violence. No, no, that's big for me because at the beginning of every year, you can ask anybody who's ever played the game at the highest level. You always go into the season, and you want to establish what your identity. is. Yeah, you do. What did he say? What did he say? Could you could you play that one more time? Mikau?
2: Yeah, we just talked about uh, you know our identity, who we are, and uh, you know. M- Like I said, physical, violent. You know, we talked about with the offense, you know. You mean physical, violent, offense?
4: Because, like, I attribute those words when I hear that to, like, defense. Because, like, I I always look at offenses. And when I think of physical, violent with offenses, I'm thinking running game.
3: You could be physical and violent on offense if you run the ball.
4: Yeah, I mean, even though we have a thousand-yard rusher, I, I, I would not equate. That would not be the first word that comes to mind.
3: I, and look, I agree with you on that. I mean, I, I do think there are certain teams still playing that there's – like we watch the Lions. It's pretty clear they have an identity. They're yes. going to run the football. They're going to be physical. They're going to go for it on like every fourth down. Like they have an identity. The Eagles have struggled to find one all year. Did he mean all year.
2: violently throwing up all over themselves?
3: <laughs> you you feel ill physically <laughs> watching them play. Is that it? Like, like down the stretch of the it, season? It may have been. And, no, no, no and
4: th- this sense. is where, like for me, I read into a lot of, of what – is being said in the last couple of weeks. It feels to me within the press conferences like Coach Sirianni has been defending his position a lot with stat-driven quotes that he's been making as far as talking about where his defense is ranked and where his team is ranked and everything like that. This is, this is not a comfortable spot to be in. And I understand we have a game that we're playing tonight and we, we're all hoping for the best and I am hoping for the best as well. But when I hear certain things that are being said during the course of the week like that and and in press conferences. It just makes me uncomfortable, man. It really does because there's something going on that has not been addressed. It still hasn't been addressed. And to sit there and think logically that tonight for whatever reason, because it's a playoff game, that we're just gonna magically, you know, put put all our differences aside and make it better and just play on one accord. That's I find that hard to believe. So I day. I
3: get that, but I don't think they have to to win tonight. They're they're eleven and six. This has been upside down all year. They won eleven out of seventeen games. So I, I don't see why they can't win a twelfth tonight against a bad, you know, an average mediocre. So. Buccaneers team. I think they're going to win tonight. I actually do feel confident about it. 215, 592, 94, 94. Hughes, obviously nervous. How about you guys? To give us your X Factor. We're going to rank the top 10 players that'll be on the field tonight, coming up in a few minutes. Drew in Westchester is up on WIP. Hey, Drew. Drew. How are you doing, folks? Hugh, I just watched
4: you uh, strip back in Sean King trying to uh, pump myself up, pick the vibes up here a little bit. I appreciate that, Drew. I really do, man. But, it's it's man, it's going against everything that I have Now, I, that's I a good there.
3: Eagles-Bucks memory, Drew. That that It's amazing, Drew, before you make your point, how often the Eagles and Bucks end up playing each other in the playoffs. I think this will be the sixth time. Uh, I think there's been five before this, which is it just – it feels like a crazy coincidence. They always run into each other. You no,
5: know, it really has
3: been a ton, and that was that was the first playoff game
5: I really remember because I was only well, that the Eagles won because I was only five when they beat the Lions, so that's always uh, that one's etched in my mind. Uh, I'll get uh, one other point in another the game after if I could uh, too, but I'll just say building off uh, one of the points, uh, Seth in Media was making uh my X factor. He's talking about special teams. My X factors. Britton Covey. I actually didn't even remember this, but I had to go look at the box score. But apparently in week three, he had like a 50-yard punt return against Tampa. And like, it's a shame that this defense has been so bad because he's a weapon back there. He can really change a game. So I just hope he gets the opportunity to do that tonight.
3: I like that one. Yeah. And you know what? This could be a field position game, Drew. Obviously, there are, Seth had mentioned, uh, you know, punting and, and and driving them deep down in their own team. territory. but. Yeah, I mean, this could be the kind of game if the offense is struggling and he breaks one for, you know, even if it's 25 yards, it could could even flip the field. I feel like we're talking about 1990s football here, flipping the field and and just turning the game around there.
5: Yeah, good way to change momentum, just, you know, make it a little easier on the the offense. Now, I have been gaining confidence a little bit throughout the week, but I'll say one thing that would make me more confident is if we go out, if we win the toss, if we get the – if we take – the ball i think uh, one of the reasons i think the packers like that like started the packers beat down of the cowboys yesterday was the floor the packers won the toss and he took the ball so like nick siriani if you're listening in the team hotel right now like, i don't care about the extra progression at a halftime you take the ball you put your cards on the table you put the offense on the field and you go score jalen hurt's you're the commander, you're the point guard, take it personally. Hold a grudge. A lot of these players on the Tampa defense were here two years ago when that coach said, you can't read. Take it personally and win the game. Hey, hey,
6: hey, 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 hey.
3: Let's go, Drew. Man, good phone call there. I, so I, I like what Drew he's
4: got hyped. Yeah, well, I, it's like, a playoff Drew? day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I get. I feel it. That we're Drew, eight hours that. till kickoff. No, here. I felt that. I felt that. Eight
1: hours.
4: Yeah, wow. eight hours think. and
3: ten minutes till kickoff. Okay. Somewhere around there.
1: Yeah,
3: okay. We're getting, I mean, we're getting close to that, So I'm I, pretty good at math. I like All what right. Drew said there. I said this about an hour ago or so. I want them to take the ball if they win the kickoff tonight. Two things: one, Drew's right; the the Packers totally set the tone in that game. The other part is they took seven and a half minutes off the clock in that opening drive. I felt they ran the ball, man. Not only did they score, they made the Cowboys feel pressure. Like, all right, we just wasted half the first quarter, allowing a touchdown. We gotta, we gotta score here. And it took. I just felt the Cowboys were totally out of their their element once the Packers took the ball, scored, but also used all that time. I mean, the, the worst thing tonight would be. The Bucks get it first. They go down and score. And we're like, oh, man, here we go. Like, just get take the ball and go score. It, it's okay to take the ball.
2: Did you hear, I don't know if, if I misheard this, but they said on the broadcast last night, the radio broadcast, that I think the Cowboys like outpossessed the Packers by like two minutes but ran a total of like 30 more plays than the right, Packers that, did. That probably was skewed towards the end. The end of the yeah, game. Yeah, that yeah. is That was the ultimate stat pad scott. Game, oh, but that totally. like I mean, no, oh because my I, I would God. probably Vintage. say towards the end of the game they probably
4: did had the ball a little bit longer. But I mean, that, that is, it, but, it didn't feel like but that. But thirty
2: plays to two minutes is wild.
4: Like that's insane. the The playoffs, the one thing that always rings true, in in this weekend, I because I didn't really see a whole lot. I I heard a lot more of the Texans, Cleveland game, but the ones that I saw, ball control, like Pacheco, the way that he ran in that Miami game, like th- those are the bit like. You it's funny because after a while you saw those Dolphins secondary members, especially in the second half, they didn't want no parts of that wild running. They didn't want no parts of trying to tackle Pacheco because of his running style, because of that weather. Like it's so cold out there, man. You're looking at him like, no, nah, he this cat run like he run like he's uh possessed. Yeah, the ground looks like it shakes when I no, it, runs. and, and it, it, the ground is hard, and for him running, he was. He was on one, man. He runs he was like Marshawn
3: on Lynch. Um, 34 minutes to 25 was the time of possession the Chiefs won, and they ran the ball 34 times. The Dolphins ran it 18. Yeah, that,
4: that's, the, that's why I always say the teams that run the ball successfully are the ones that, are usually, go, that usually go deep in the playoffs. And, and this weekend, that's what you saw. You, you look at the, the, the passing game for the, for the Detroit Lions, but it was a running game. That kept them in that thing. You know, when you talk about the Green Bay Packers running game, that's all they did. They just ran the ball the, up and down the field on the Cowboys.
3: The other thing we had, now last night's game is probably the exception because both quarterbacks played really well, Yeah, Stafford and Goff. But the other three games, the, got, the quarterback that played better won by a million points. Yeah. It wasn't even close. I mean, that's why it comes back to Jalen Hurts-Baker tonight.
4: I, I, I said you got to be able to make a play.
3: Yeah, I, I said it last play. week. It, it, I'm not asking Jalen without A.J. Brown to throw for 350. But he needs to outplay Baker Mayfield tonight. Three of the like I, I would say Goff and Stafford were pretty dead even last night. They both were really good. But the other three games, CJ Stroud was way better than than Flacco. Yeah. Mahomes was way better than Tua. Yeah. And Love was way better than 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 Dak. I mean, that that's sometimes that's it's as simple as that. Two one five, five nine two, ninety four nine four. All right, let's do a little ranking here. You let's see uh, let's see where Jalen and Baker come out on these lists. So I think the last time we did something like this on the show was before the 49ers-Eagles game. We ranked the 10 best players in the order we thought that would be on the field. a great
2: omen, by the way. For the
3: game. Yeah. Well, the road (laughs) team was two and a half point favorites in that one, and they ended up winning in a blowout. Better omen. Yeah, that's a better omen. All right. Here's my list, and then, Hugh, I'm excited to hear yours. The guys, I believe, are the 10 best players on the field tonight. And I will tell you, this list was a little bit harder to make than I thought it would. And it's noticeable without A.J. Brown. Because going into making my list, I just assumed I would have more Eagles than Bucks, mm-hmm. And when it came out, it was pretty darn even. Here's what I got. Number 10, Chris Godwin, Bucks receiver. Number 9, Devontae Smith. I downgraded him a little bit because he's coming off an injury. We'll see how he looks tonight. Number 8, I had Baker Mayfield. Number 7, Jalen Hurts. Also downgraded him a little bit because he hasn't played well lately. And he's banged up, so I don't know what kind of Hurts we're going to tonight Number 6... I have Hassan Reddick, number five, Vita Veya, number four, Lane Johnson, number three, Antoine Winfield, the all-pro safety, number two, Mike Evans, and I had number one, Jason Kelsey. So Kelsey, the best player on the field tonight, Evans two, and I ended up having five bucks, five Eagles, a little bit more even than I thought. Hugh, who's on your list?
4: You know what, first of all, I just want to say I did this list wrong, so I... He had to impromptu change it up just a little bit. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I did the top 10 for both teams, not just the top Well, you can just take the first no, five I got, yeah, the first five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I did. So so for me, I take Jalen Hurts. I was about to say Jalen Carter. Jalen Hurts is the number one player on the team. I have to say Mike Evans is number two. And for nostalgia purposes, I like Vita Veb, man, because I think having a run stuffer on the field that, that has the pedigree that he has. He's, he's good. He's number three. Number four, Lane Johnson, got to go, with my guy. Devonte Smith, Jason Kelsey, I like number seven, Kate Otten, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Hassan Reddick, and I like the young rookie, Kalijah Kansi. I like him. He for was Tampa your Bay. guy
3: during the draft yeah, last year. Yeah, I like
4: him for the, I like him, man. So yeah, I like I like those guys in this game. You rank Kate Otten over uh, Hassan Reddick. I just picked him. Like, this was like, don't. See, I knew somebody was going to pick my list, but this oh was my hard gosh, to do with awful. when I had to do it on the fly because I had 10 from East Team because that's what I, because that's how we did it last time.
3: Well, it? What was it last time you came at me for the Purdy thing? <laughs>
2: Kyle was all mad at my yeah, Purdy yeah. ranking yeah. last time. <laughs> so, he played pretty well that day. But
4: but, it, but it's like trying to even it out. Yeah. So, so maybe Kate Otten's
2: going to drop three touchdowns on us. I like know, I knew,
4: Kate. I, like, it, he was it, on it, a roll, man. And you know what's funny? I kinda got him over there because you know, if you got you got
2: my boy dropping back in coverage like that, that's a total You mismatch. know what? If Kate Otten smokes us on Reddick because he's dropping back in coverage, that's then you can mismatch. come in and you can dance, you know.
4: I would but you know that's not my style, dog. No, we you're not petty not at all. Style. Never hey, I'm not petty with my
3: coworkers. Never. Three I'm petty with people I don't know. Here's what I need. I, <laughs> I need three things tonight from the Eagles coaching staff. Can, can I get three things? That's all I'm asking for. Number one, if they win the toss, I want to keep the ball. Yes. <laughs> number two, can we not drop Hassan Reddick in coverage multiple times tonight? Uh, that's that's Joe. No, that, I, I'm,
4: that's I'm demanding. Happen. Did you just okay? hear what the coach said? We are a physical football team. We 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 gonna give them the ball. What, we setting the tone. What defensively. is
3: physical about dropping your best pass rusher ten yards into coverage? I have nothing. Not, I have not figured that out yet, but I'm pretty sure that we have a good answer. All right. But. Number three is to run the football. All right. So there are our top ten lists. Uh, I didn't have Jalen Carter on mine. I felt like I feel like he's fallen off the last five or six weeks. He had just hasn't had as
4: much impact on the games. You know, I had him on mine, but I had him when we had, like, two lists with both men. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no wonder you're working so hard. You're, you're no, doing two top no, ten no. lists.
4: Because that's the way we did it the first time we did it. I no, no, know. we ended up at one. It was no, but we... I thought I thought we did, like two t- like, the top ten, from both teams no we just did one okay well I had i'm pretty read. good at math yeah, i screwed that up but i fixed it I like, no before. no it, it's out of fine i'm just i was
3: wondering why i fin- i handed in my paper before you you did double work <laughs> what is wrong with him <laughs> you misunderstood the assignment did more work
4: hey man, I, it's an add medicine shortage out there man i'm just trying to get this thing <laughs> take care of for a while that, that, that actually is funny people <laughs> gotta get their
3: medicine but no, i need my medicine <laughs> all right 215-592-9494 all right let's go to brandon and then we have some uh some, uh, what, some updates here on Syrianis job security? We'll call it that. All okay. right, Brandon in Marlton's up. What's up, Brandon?
5: What's going on, guys? What are you up, thinking, man? Brandon? I'm thinking the birds got it tonight.
3: You feeling good?
4: Confident? I can hear it in your voice.
5: Yeah. I think Dallas has a really good game, Swift, behind the offensive line. Like, all the drama aside, all that journalism, you know, I really think we have a good chance. <laughs> Baker's
4: banged up. Just uh, the defense has to show up. I can hear it in your voice, dog. Yeah, but
3: Brandon, that last part is, is yes, they have. And I just love the way you said it. They have to show up. We're not, I'm not even asking the defense to be great tonight. Can you just show up and, and give me a pulse tonight? Because if been, they
4: do, they can win the game. Now, technically, they've been showing up every mm. week. They just haven't been playing. I more. don't think
3: they showed <laughs> up to the Arizona game. They were not there. Brandon, who's your X Factor tonight?
5: Uh, my X Factor is Dallas Goddard. I think... Uh, there's going to be a lot of receptions for him,
6: considering uh,
5: A.J., he's out. Um, maybe Zacchaeus he shows up a little bit with Quez Watkins. You know, Smith's banged up, so I don't know, we'll see. But I think uh, Goddard gets some screen passes, gets in the open field,
2: maybe gets a touchdown.
3: Well, we need it tonight, Brandon. And you know what, uh, the Zacchaeus name's an instrument. Brandon, man, we appreciate the phone calls. Zacchaeus, the last time they went to Tampa, scored a touchdown. Remember that play where Hertz yeah, held it, held it, stay in the pocket? hit him in the back of the end zone so that that would be a welcome sight tonight if Alameda uh, chipped in.
2: I don't know about you guys, but that phone call got me fired up. <laughs> Man,
4: I tell you, all that
2: energy
3: that he had that on was
2: the... like, yeah, that I was like I was about ready to hit the rocky music. No, yeah, you
3: weren't. Was... Nigga be honest. I and mean, we we know you weren't. You, you weren't there. I mean, some people have different deliveries, that's all right. People are trying today. They're trying to muster up. Are they? Are they really Well, trying? so I think some people are. I, I, I would say about a third of our callers have really brought some significant energy. Yeah. No, you're right. I would say a, th- a third or more in Hugh's camp. Is it or-
4: manufactured energy? Mm. You said a third or more in my camp. What camp yeah. am I in? <laughs> I, I'm in the skeptic. I want him to win. I'm just in the skeptical camp because, like, you, you didn't do me any favors by reading these stories. That came out today. That that didn't help nothing, but Joe. I, I, yeah, I, I, Joe. Yeah, Joe. No, yeah, no journalism. <laughs> what are you, you
3: reading the reports for? Just close your <laughs> eyes, bury <laughs> your head in the sand and pretend that, everything's all right. What, that's
4: what you want me to do. You know what
3: this reminds me of? <laughs> What's uh, that? This reminds me. This is what people always tell me about Wentz. Don't read that stuff. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, Wentz,
4: watch. But, but the, the thing is, you want me to think that all of a sudden, because we got a game on Sunday, well, Monday, we're just going to forget all our differences. Flip the switch. It should have been like that six weeks ago. Yeah, but
3: those games didn't matter.
4: Dallas told us <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hey, we, you know what? We're so good. We can have all this turmoil. We can be mad at the quarterback for riding on a private jet by him damn self and not breaking us down in the huddle when we win or when we lose. Yeah, that makes me feel special. But, no, you know what? Since it's is the playoff, we're just going to put all that aside. Clean slate against, aside. against a journeyman quarterback. Never, never mind oh. that I don't like the plays the coach calling. And I've been improvising all week. You know what? That kind of reads into the story about the improvisation. Yeah, because they don't think the coach knows what he's doing. <laughs> I
2: mean, it's, it's pretty so,
4: clear. So the first part change. of being
2: smart is knowing what to do.
4: So that's going to change the, tonight, right? You know what, coach? Oh, well, AJ said it, but, but he's not there. We're going to start doing what the coach tells us to do starting today.
3: You know what? Tonight feels like a night to distribute the ball, not worry about getting it to A.J., play (laughs) better without him. If you
4: slappies don't win tonight, I'm not breaking you down.
3: We're not breaking down nothing. I'll see you guys in minicamp. All right. (laughs) What's the latest on Sirianni's job status? Adam Schefter, ESPN TV this morning. Here's what he had to say.
0: And we will start with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think within the organization, people scoff at the idea that Nick Sirianni could be in trouble after taking this team to the playoffs in three straight years. But the wild card that looms over this is the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, and what he thinks. How does tonight's game go? Does it go the way he wants? If it doesn't, what does he think? Because in the end, ultimately, he is the only one that matters. He was the one that moved on from Doug Peterson after two years after they won a Super Bowl. He was the one that moved on from Chip Kelly pretty quickly. He is the one who could be disappointed tonight if it doesn't work out the way that this team thinks it will and can. And so Jeffrey Lurie really is the key figure here when we talk about Nick Sirianni. All the other talk is out the window, and Jeffrey Lurie isn't sharing with anybody exactly how he feels about that particular situation.
4: Boy, there's a lot of smoke. Boy, there's a like lot of how, smoke. like how Madu, but he said a whole lot of nothing, though. He just said, oh, it all depends on what, what Mr. Lurie thinks. Well, that's true. I mean, it always depends on what Mr. Louis yeah. thinks.
3: But I think he's painting the picture that d- don't be surprised if something happens here.
4: I, I, I look at it like this. Now, there's two camps. And, by the way, I, I don't want co Sirianni fire, but I am a realist in a situation like this. If if, so, if any of these stories, if half the stories that are being written are true or half, the, half whatever they're saying is true, you can't coexist where you have the quarterback doing one thing and the head coach doing something. No else. way. It, it, it doesn't work like that, especially in a situation where you've just given the quarterback a ton of money. You're, tethered, you're locked in with that young man. So if that's the case, then unfortunately for Coach Seriani, that means he's probably going to be the odd man out in this situation.
3: you got to win. I mean, t- I, I believe his job's on the line tonight. 215-592-9494 is the phone number. I, I believe his job's on the I, line tonight. I, I
4: will say this. Watching this game tonight, You'll be able to tell early on if there's some truth to that. I think there are going to be some tales that let you know whether or not he is playing for his job.
3: Like a kitchen sink game, throw the whole kitchen sink out there, oh, whatever or th- we got? That
4: or, or some other stuff that that maybe some things we haven't seen before. In terms of like uh, trick play? <laughs> All of that. Maybe running the ball consistently. I don't know. Maybe Rashad Penny dressing out. And To the Rock? Yeah. I, Hugh, I'm out. I don't want to see him run <laughs> yeah, the ball tonight. I, I, give, give it to Kenny Gainwell before we give it to the shot. I'm just saying. It's going to look different because the one thing that we've, we've been talking about with this offense is that it looks scattershot as far as, you know, some of the plays and stuff that they mm-hmm. call. If we see some semblance of consistency with this offense, then you know somebody somebody was in somebody's ear.
3: There's no question about it. There oh. There is a 215 592 94 We'll come back. Hugh gets the last laugh, a great weekend for the prediction game, the long-term predictions, plus an open segment for your phone calls, gut feeling on tonight, your reaction to the Cowboy loss, and, of course, your X-Factor tonight. Plus, in case you missed it, the hurt stuff from this morning, Tim McMahon Jeff McClain with some very interesting stuff. We'll rehash it all, your phone calls, Midday
1: Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
7: you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter modella is your reward modella the mark of a fighter trick responsibly beer imported by Crown port chicago illinois
3: king drops the throw and it's hit just as he let the ball go or did he let
5: it go this might be the Eagles' ball. I think it is. I'll tell you, Hugh Douglas came from that backside and really unloaded on Sean King. A lot of girth. George Heggleman is Come number 78. He's, he, he's, he's pointing the other way, hoping it is that ball. It's a Philadelphia Eagles' ball. Because that was his man.
3: How about that crowd noise at the vet? How about that huge awesome sacking Sean King? Some good Eagles Bucks memories over there. Let's make some more tonight. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. There's nothing like the roar of a home playoff football crowd. It, it's the, like when the home team does something great, and obviously that, you know, your sack there was a big moment in a playoff victory. It was loud last night in Detroit. I mean, it, was, it that was a loud I, building.
4: You know what's funny, man? Because, like, Listening to that and seeing those Detroit fans and knowing how long it's been since they won a playoff game, I felt good for them. I did, too. And, and my old teammate slash uh, roomie, you know, going out and getting a win for the city, I texted him last night. I'm like, hey, man, good job, roommate. Coach Coach Glenn, that is, the defensive coordinator. So, yeah, had a chance to holler at him, and he hit me back. So, yeah, they, they, they party last night
3: They should, and they'll be hosting the Eagles on Sunday if we get a victory tonight. We all, Speaking of victories, it took a while, but— it happened, Hugh. You called it with two things all year. You doubled down and tripled down and quadrupled down and whatever the next word is. You, I mean, you just kept going. And Hugh Douglas just keeps working. Just kept working. You said two <laughs> things, with you, and you said them with your chest. You said the Dolphins are frauds, and you said the Cowboys would lose, and Hugh Douglas, it was your weekend. They both happened.
4: Yes, I finally got it right, especially when it comes to that Cowboys pitch.
3: I actually like the Dolphins one better. Because the, we, I mean, the Cowboys are always going to blow it. It's just a matter of what week was, and you just predicted it every week until it happened. But, Hugh, you were ahead of the curve on the Dolphins one because they got off to a great start. Tua looked like an MVP candidate. And then what happened?
4: They were fraught He fell apart. He fell apart. But they, they were a team that, like, everybody, oh, my gosh, they're a high-flying offense. They made some historic moves this year, no question about that. I was wrong on the fact that I said they wouldn't make it to the playoffs. But they were one and done. And the fact that, like, I understand, like, I totally understand where Kyle was coming from when he was talking about we both have to play in the, the the weather. But I'm telling like it's different when you're used to walking outside and say, like you get accustomed, because even now I come to work, it's it's cold outside. I don't I don't have a coat on because I'm kind of accustomed not to wear one. It's different when you're coming from a warm weather state like Florida and you get off a plane and, and two things happen, like your body. Is feeling the cold, but psychologically you're already defeated. When you walk out there, all you saw was a bunch of penguins on the Miami Dolphins. You saw a couple guys that tried to be grown men and not wear any sleeves or go sleeves and everything Tyreke like that. did that. that. Yeah, Kim. but for the most part, you saw a bunch of penguins out there, and you knew the weather became a factor. And, and the thing about the weather, it's not so much the first half because you could probably get through the first half. It's that second half when you have to go back out there. Your body didn't cool off a little bit. And you're not used to that and you have to go back out there. That ground is a lot harder <laughs> when that happens. And that and the sun <laughs> goes down just a little bit more, gets a little bit cooler. It's different, man. It hits different. And you saw the way that Pacheco was running, after a while, those DBs were making business. Yeah, they decisions. were.
3: I actually, thought their defense. The Dolphins played they, they played, played relatively, style, yeah. re- relatively well. They did They had six starters out in defense defensively. Yeah, that's,
4: that
2: that didn't help either.
3: But that didn't lose in the game. Their offense stunk. They yeah. made one play the entire game. Tua was awful.
2: Tua was the one that I thought like if you're going to make a case that somebody was more affected by the weather than anybody else, he looked it, awful. Tua looked terrible. But like, I, I saw Travis Kelsey dropping passes. The ball going right. Like it was. Probably very tough for everybody to catch the football. I mean, some of Holmes' helmet freaking shattered. That was wild. Crazy.
6: That was dope. Like,
2: everybody was, like, I mean, minus 30 is trouble. What did you guys make of the Peacock, the
3: initial Peacock mm-hmm. broadcast? <laughs> uh, 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 my first thing was it's not as good as the Amazon one. It, 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 uh, well, because that the,
4: was uh, Chris Long, not Chris Long, uh, Crowdersworth's son, right? That was oh, him. Jack. Yeah. I just mean the Jack, Jack with the C. Yeah, Jack oh, I thought with you a C. meant like the actual commentator. I thought you no, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, you didn't want me to kill that, huh? You just want me to talk about I mean, the you broadcast. can say whatever you want, yeah. Oh, it was like the your boy up there uh oh, like Jack was okay. It was Jason it was, Garrett, right? It was Jason Garrett, yeah. It was Garrett, it was uh the other guy that we all hate too, uh the quarterback's dad, like uh Phil Sims, Chris, Chris Sims, Simpson. yeah. He was up there. Yeah, it was. Uh,
3: I just thought the broadcast itself it was choppy at times. It was maybe it was just my connection. Maybe not everyone had this. I I just think the Amazon one is so good, and this was like, it's not very good. You know what?
2: I I remember this just now about Jason Garrett. There's one moment of the game, it might have been the Chiefs or the Dolphins, but they had... Four, I think it was the Dolphins. They had a fourth down late in the game, sort of like in their own territory, but they're down a few scores. Jason Garrett's like, "Oh, I'd, I'd like punt this or something like that." Yeah, we know you would, Jason. This like, is why that's, you were—that's why you're in the booth, buddy. <laughs> like you're the most conservative. Like he was terrible. Yeah, he was—he was pretty bad. The game was too. It was, it was pretty boring that one.
3: Uh, the last laugh though belongs to Hugh. Called the Dolphins' demise. Job, you got it. I don't, Call I don't, need,
2: I don't need those accolades, guys. We're took a, took it, long year. enough. Well, if yeah. we're gonna rip you for when yeah, it's it
4: goes wrong, yeah, we gotta, yeah, will yeah, yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll lift all, you up. Plus, all the the I've
3: learned this over the years. You have to give yourself credit, or your or, or your team can give you credit because no one remembers anything smart. No, you say. nobody's there. They'll nobody only remember sense. the dumb things. That, nobody, that's the way this this works around here. This is true. They'll remember the dumb things forever.
4: I love it though, man, because it makes us human. We make mistakes like that, and the fact that Kyle's back there yucking it up right now, saying that. It keeps you grounded. It keeps you grounded, and you need you ain't to be around here. You don't got to worry about me getting to beside myself. I'm always be grounded because I got friends like you guys that are going to remind me of my mistakes every day. Yeah, a legit threat. A,
3: a, a legit threat. We won't worry about Hugh becoming brand new, like maybe the quarterback did. All brand right, two, new. 215-592-94-94. Gut feeling tonight. Do you think the Eagles are going to win this game? I do. Hugh is nervous. Also, the stories out there this morning. About Jalen Hurts and Sirianni Inquirer, Jeff McLean had a story out about how, kind of similar to what we heard about a month ago, Eagles maybe wanting it to be more vocal, maybe less stoic, and the way he is, and now sometimes not breaking the team down, apparently after losses, Brandon Graham has taken that over, some hard conversations teammates have apparently had with Jalen Hurts, that's from the Inquirer. And then you know, wondering if we're going down a Wentz path when he took his own plane to Seattle. Kind of uh, Who want paid someone that, that
4: though. I found private
3: plane, ain't cheap. The owner paid for it. it uh, the word relatable. Is he relatable? And then over at ESPN today, uh, Tim McManus had a story about how Jalen, Brian Johnson, Syria are not on the same page with the offense. Some players don't even know for sure who's calling the plays. So that's all the backdrop of a playoff game tonight. Two one five five nine two ninety-four ninety four. The Twitter question is sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet. You learn about it and schedule your evaluation at pidentalcenter.com. What's your gut feeling right now on tonight's game? Eagles win or Eagles lose. I'll tell you what, I think the percentage here tells a big tale. If you just go every Friday and look at polls on WIP's different shows and you say who's gonna win the game?
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Isn't it like 80% most weeks Eagles win? Like when they're a good team. Yeah. And right now we're sitting at 60-40. So 60% do believe the Eagles win. But that strikes me, Hugh, as a lot of people do not think they're going to win. And you 40%. know what it is?
4: We're, we're, we're trying to be optimistic. We, we we have twisted ourselves into a pretzel trying to to will ourselves to an Eagles win. Because we don't want this to end. Let's be honest. We don't want this season to end. We, we just came back. From the Super Bowl, we, re- we represented the NFC in the Super Bowl last year, and we want to do it again. So we are twisting ourselves in a pretzel to figure out some way to, to get us to the promised land, to Vegas. And the fact that the Dallas Cowboys, that was one of our nemesis that lost this weekend was the Cow- Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, we're hoping that this path, path gets a lot easier. But there's too much turmoil on this team to realistically think that we could we could have a clear path and everything's going to be okay with this team. I, I hope it happens that way. I just don't honestly see it going that
3: yeah, way. Yeah, so I don't think everything's okay, and I'm not even thinking about Vegas. I'm thinking about tonight and how do we get to Detroit on Sunday, and I believe they're going to win the game tonight. M's in Virginia. What's up, M? M. Hey, what's going on, yeah? M? M, what on? are you feeling today? Good morning,
2: Hugh. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. Good morning
3: or afternoon. Good morning,
5: it's it's 1240, but. I know, I know, I
2: know, I know what's
3: happening here. I'm just feeling real good. Dallas Falls, man. man. Em, you, if, Dallas, if Dallas loses, you could be any time you want it to be because it's a good day. What, what are you feeling about tonight, Em? You you feel good about this game or you're nervous? You want me to lie to you? <laughs> no, I don't want you to <laughs> no, lie. No, yeah, lie to us. No, no, tell me the truth. I can handle it. All right, well, all right, well pass. Ask me that later. What's the other question? What else you got for me? Who's the X factor tonight, Em? Who's the, who's the guy has got to step up?
5: Uh, somebody already said it. it's like every time I call y'all and i be waiting on the phone for three days for y'all to answer, and somebody
3: always. <laughs> O.Z. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's how I feel. Oz, I feel like <laughs> Alameda. Oz. Alameda. Oz It's our second yeah. Alameda Zacchaeus. This is where we're at with the season now. That we've got two Alameda Zacchaeus X factors. nothing right. wrong with that. Well, I mean, it's not how you drew no, it no, up. No,
5: no, yeah. no. It's not even that. It's that um, I picked him on my fan doing anything any any
3: time. T D. What kind of number are you getting on that? Like plus three ninety, plus four hundred? What you got? I don't even know. I just picked. Are you I I, doing parlays? I'm relaying the. game. am
5: gambling guy. Yeah. Uh, um. That same game. I picked a couple games.
3: We're putting one together for the game coming up about an hour. So, all right, M. What are you thinking today? Like, what? What, what do you feel? What do you feel? Tell me the truth. Do you think they're going to win or lose?
6: Uh,
5: I feel like we're going to win, but I mean, I. I wouldn't. I I wouldn't be upset. Like I wouldn't cry a river if we lost. Because I mean, what, what else do you expect, man?
3: Well, I, I understand that part. We're at, we're at the point now where it's. It's. I, I don't think any of us would be shocked if they struggled tonight. They've. They've struggled for six weeks now. So yeah, I mean, I understand. No, your
5: point. I'd be. I'd be shocked if they look great. <laughs> I'd be shocked if they
3: uh gave me something to be happy about when I wake up in the morning. Uh, that probably would shock me equally as well. I mean, that's one of those things. And I mean, we appreciate the phone call. I don't think they're going to look great tonight, but
4: I don't think you need to be great to beat the
3: Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
4: I think that we're going to have to be pretty stout on defense. And what I mean by that is we're going to have to, we're going to, have to get some takeaways because I just feel like the way that this game is going to play out, Joe, is that they're going to – Tampa's going to play it close to the best. Their quarterback is hurt, like you said. He's got some rib issues and some other stuff. They're going to run the ball. They're going to get the tight end involved. It's going to be short, short intermediate gains that they're going to try to turn into time of possessions and, and eat us up that way. We haven't really done a good job of stopping that. That's what bothers me. We haven't done a good job of identifying motion and, and being able to carry people in zone coverage out of the zone and, and, and cover guys. I mean, we've had for the last couple of weeks people running wide-ass open in the secondary, getting free. And, and that, that to me, when you limit this defense, excuse me, when you limit this offense to possessions with the offense sputtering like it is, it gives the other team more opportunity to have success. Sure. And keep the game close. That's how I see this going. This is not a zero-sum game in the sense that, you know, we know that if this offense gets going that they can score points. They've, they've proven that from early in the year. So if I'm a team that's going into this and I know I'm not as talented as you are, what do I do? I try to limit as many opportunities that you can have to get the offense going. So I actually think the
3: way you laid it out, and you're probably right about how it goes, that favors the Eagles. Because the game's not going to get away from them. I mean, you're not going to blow anybody out keeping it close to the vest. It's going to be, like you said, a closer game. And for as much as we are down on the Eagles, what's one thing they've done mostly well this year? They won a lot of close
1: games.
4: Yeah. They have.
3: They're used to these kind of games. I, I I think tonight could look very similar to the Seattle game where it's a three-point game with two minutes to go and it's a matter of can they go make a play or not. Tampa scored 20 or less points in 10 of their 17 games. This might be the perfect antidote for this Eagles defense. Go play a banged-up Baker
2: Mayfield on a team that can't score. If I threw you four outcomes in tonight's game, close Eagles win, close Bucks win, Bucs blowout win, Eagles blowout win. Which is the most? Which would be the most surprising? So I know what the first blowout. two most likely are:
3: Eagles or Bucks. Close yes, win. close win. So then the question really is, who's more likely People to be more surprised
4: out if who?
2: the Eagles blow out the Bucks or the Bucks blow out the Eagles? More surprised if the Eagles blow out the Bucks. I agree. Like, we, we haven't I'm blown out guys. anybody. No, no and, he, I, we, and we've been blown out. Yeah. Here's why I'm with you, both of you,
3: because there's the rollover potential with this team that is scary going into playoff game. Like if they go down. 17 points. Are they going to fight tonight? I I don't have the answer. And,
4: for And you. and see, you're at, like for me, Joe. You're asking all of a sudden, just like flip flip the switch tonight for this team to have an identity that they really haven't developed all year long. Like when we talk about running the ball, that that's not what we do. Like we've had spurts where we've ran the ball successfully. We barely we run the ball enough just to almost crack 100 yards. And we run it to, to – I don't know what we run it for. We run it – like normally you run the ball to set up other stuff. We run the ball just, to, I guess, to keep the teams honest because it really is no rhyme or reason to what we run. It's no, it's no fluidity to the way that we run the ball. So you're asking tonight in a game where our quarterback finger is banged up to sit back there and be patient with something we haven't been patient with all year long. I, I, and, and that that doesn't feel real realistic to me, to so, be honest. So there
3: is one element to this that we haven't really discussed on the show today yet. Do we think Jalen's going to crank it up and run it tonight more than he has the entire season? No. Why? He because should. He not, doesn't have his
4: best receiver. But he's not, he's not as healthy as he once was. Now, to, to your point, I think they will try because we've been trying to throw stuff against the wall yeah. for the last couple of weeks to make it stick. I, I think that they will try. But when you, when you say that to me, Joe, I, I, I feel like you're asking me if they're going to try to do something consistently, and I don't think that's the case. So here's
3: when I, this is what I mean by say, And when I say crank it up, I don't know if he's capable right now of outrunning people because he's got mm-hmm. a bad knee. But all right, there's been last year and the year before when there was a play and he wasn't sure what to do or he didn't see something, he saw a hole, he would just run for a first down and yeah. get seven or eight, move the chains. He's done very little of that this year. And we wondered in the beginning of the year, were they coaching that out of him, right, so he didn't get hurt? Then we know he got banged up, so then it kind of made sense. He's running less. Tonight feels like the kind of night you just got to – I think back to Jalen Hurts watching him since he began at Alabama, Oklahoma, start of his Eagles career. The one thing he's always done when push comes to shove is he runs, right? It's kind of his DNA as a player. I want to see that tonight. Go get a first down. Like, if I have the option tonight as a fan, and I'm watching Jalen Hurts, he's, if he's going to try to squeeze the ball into a tight window to Quez Watkins, or he can just run for seven yards to the first down, you know what I want? I want him to run. Hugh, I think he should run more tonight. I mean, it, this is not a long season anymore
4: where he's got to worry about managing the knee. Go run for first downs. No, I don't see that happening. But I, why? I because I, I, I don't think that right now for him – He's com- He's going to be comfortable doing that. Comfortable. Yes, I, I don't think so. Well, I don't. Well, I don't no, care I, about that. I, I, I know what you don't care about, and I and I, and I totally respect that. So, I'm but why you, wouldn't? What do you mean by comfortable? Physical or
3: mental? Comfort? Physical.
4: Physical. Com- physically comfortable. So you don't think he can? Yes, that's mm-hmm. what I meant. That's well, what then
3: I meant. he can. He can.
4: He can. <laughs> Kyle before Joe jumped all over me, he really wants he wants this Eagles win. That well, of I'm course I want to win. Joe. I want to win too. But you're asking me right now to go against everything that we've seen from this team all year long. That's why That's why there's a little bit of a disconnect. Because all of a sudden, we as Eagle fans feel like because it's the playoffs and all of this other stuff that's going on, we're going to resolve that in eight hours. No, I'm
3: not looking to resolve it. I'm just looking to get the hell out of Tampa with a one-point win. Like, I'm not looking to okay, resolve fair. anything. I do think Hertz's legs could change the
4: game tonight. Healthy Hurts' legs. I don't think he's the, I don't think he's healthy enough to be the guy that you need him to
3: be. You know, I. you're probably right, and we haven't seen him run with the burst he has in recent yeah. years, but um, I did see last night Sam Laporta, who I, I think he has the same injury as Hurts. They, they said last night on the, on the game it was a hyperextended knee last week and mm-hmm. a bone bruise, which mm-hmm. is kind of similar to the way the Hurts thing has been reported all year. He was out there. He was playing. He scored a touchdown. He had a brace on. I, I understand Jalen's got to manage that knee all year. I'm just saying tonight, just run, and we'll, we'll deal with the, how the knee feels next week, next week. Tez is up next on WIP. What's up, Tez?
6: Hi there. How are you? Good, hey, Tez. What's up? So, um, I have a few things. Regarding the Dallas win, yes, it was wonderful to watch, and I sort of knew after that second interception <laughs> that things were over for Dallas. I was actually surprised to see them come back and get 16 points. But, um, I do have to say, in general, whenever a game goes on like that, at the very, very end, I always feel sad for the loser. I know that's pretty lame, but I always do. Just I think I'm just too empathetic for the, when they do the hugs and everything.
3: You're a better person than the, I am, Tez, because I was just laughing as they were walking off the field. You're okay, a better person did, than most of us.
6: I always feel that way with every single game. Even when we win something, I feel bad for the loser. Anyway, uh, back to the Eagles. My um, – I definitely feel that they will win. Uh, we talked about the uh, possum posture. And the only thing I can think of is with how poorly and lazy they played the last six weeks that they've been cooking something up in the, uh, in the, in the playroom. Uh, trying to figure out some new plays. Tez, I and hope then, you're uh, right.
3: And, and you know what? Last week when Dallas told us what he did and he mentioned the idea that they, maybe they thought they could play a little differently and still win those games, a part of me was very frustrated, like you guys blew it. But then the other part of me wondered, like, all right, if that was the mentality, maybe they can turn that around when it really matters now.
6: Yeah, I just, you know, they may have some secret trick plays ready to go that they didn't want to expose. <laughs> and then the last thing is, O.Z. is also my guy Uh Partly because I think whenever he has been targeted, he's done pretty well. That whole uh, special teams thing was a disaster. But I do think he has uh, stepped up pretty well. He just isn't targeted very often. And
3: tonight could be a night he is. Yeah, it's a fair point. I'm a big
6: UVA fan. So I went to school there, so I like him. Um, And obviously he's a St. Joe's guy too. So those are my thoughts today.
3: Great stuff, Taz. Good phone call there. I, guys, I, I know we uh, we usually brainstorm a little bit our, our same game parlay before we do it, uh, before the end of the show. We'll have one for Eagles Bucks. I'm starting to be swayed to this OZ thing. This is three different people on Alameda on Zacchaeus. The they X-Factor. might be on to something. should be the I'd caller
2: submission of, of the
7: day. We've I done think, it
3: before. I think we should do that. I mean, there's something to there's that. nothing wrong with that. If three callers are on OZ, I mean, that, that tells, you, tells you something right there. All right, Jimmy's up next on WIP. What's up, Jimmy? Jimmy! Yeah, how you doing, man? Good, What's Jimmy. On, What's up, buddy?
5: I I always believe in football. Football is the basic, and the basic of all football is running the ball down the throat and intimidating them. What's with, with,
4: with it? I, I'm with you on that, Jimmy. I, I I have no problem with this. Give us some more, Jimmy. What else you got? Oh, what else I have? Yes. I I think the Eagles' defense needs to fly together like a bunch of bees at the ball and
5: slam to the mat.
4: That's what I'm talking about. I like that. I like, I like everything that you're putting. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're getting I'm us pumped up. up. You feeling good about a win tonight, Jimmy? I love the Eagles, man. I've been
5: following the Eagles since 1973.
3: Jimmy, you know what I'm going to ask for, right? Jimmy, I need an Eagles I, chant. I love the
5: Eagles, man. We're going to win. We're going to slam them. And we're going to go on. It's gonna be the spot for the
3: flame, man. Jimmy, give us an Eagles chant. Yes, Eagles are gonna kick butt. You know, like E A. You gotta give me the chant, Jimmy.
5: Yep, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna meet them again in the Super
4: Bowl, we have- and we're gonna beat them.
2: Appreciate you. Very good at following directions. Pre-
3: appreciate you, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, I like yeah, you. Cause see, yeah. Jimmy had his own stuff loaded up.
2: He's, he's like, <laughs> "Damn, what you talking?" About? Don't try to make Jimmy go off script. Can you
3: give us the Eagles chant we heard last week on the show? Cause I need you to want, hear okay. one.
2: Yeah, I need to hear the one we had last week.
3: <laughs> Just cause I, I need one right now. Maybe we could load that one up.
2: Uh, okay, I found it. Here we go.
3: Give me an Eagles chant, Sammy. Hey, 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 hey,
4: I think I'm gonna need a nap before
2: we are. A
3: nap <laughs> we get ready You're this amped up. You could nap.
2: I mean, do I have to end the show with that again? I feel
3: oh like I yeah. No question.
4: <laughs> no, Jimmy. You asked Jimmy three times. Three times, and I made it quite clear what I was hoping he would add to the show. I, that that level of ignoring somebody is epic. <laughs> it was her. It was like, a like herb level her level. Roll. That yep. was her level ignore uh, ignoring. All right, guys, we may have found a new great
3: caller. His name is Jimmy. There's no question about that. Jimmy, you are the man, three buddy. Times. Jimmy, Jimmy I, said, you know, I ain't trying to hear that. I got my own agenda. The defiance is respected. I, I gotta tell you. All right, 215-592-9494. All right, one hour left. We'll get to everyone's phone calls. It is a game day gut feeling tonight. The Jalen Hurts stuff from the Swerve. the reports about he and Sierra not on the same page, the team hoping he'll be more of a vocal leader. You can react to all that. Plus, your chance to back Big Hugh at 130 for a prize. Oh, I'll be excited. Plus, we're gonna go eavesdropping <laughs> after the break. And why not? We'll replay it for you. The montage of the best moments of a Cowboys loss yesterday. All coming up on the Midday Show. Sports Radio 94.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today